Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. A creature alive today has survived millions of years of evolution. It lives to kill a mindless eating machine that will attack and devour anything. One terrified you like nothing you have ever experienced when it captured your imagination and tapped your fear like no movie before it. Then, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, two continued the legend and spread the fear. Next summer, nature's most terrifying creature takes on an all-new dimension in an all-new adventure. And for the first time, the terror of Jaws will not stop at the edge of the screen. The third dimension is terror. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't even, I, I don't even care that, uh, I didn't that you didn't mute your mic. mic. I don't care. I, I, <laughs> I thought it. Again, this is what happens when we start three times. I lose track of whether my mic is muted. I do apologize for any throat clearing I did during that. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I didn't notice. I, I just realized near the end. Oh shit. Oh. Well, welcome, welcome to to take three. Finally. Jesus, Lord and fucking heaven! Holy I'll bring my geez. picture back up. Oh, all right. Let me uh, let me bring you back into frame then. There we go. Yeah, and Skype keeps telling me that my my internet is lousy, uh, and they're full of shit. So I don't know what's going on with that. 
fucking They fucking... are full of shit. You know what? Didn't you just get up to uh No, I was supposed to uh it... be hitting 25 right now, but uh right now Ooh. during peak season I'm only hitting uh 10 to 12. 3 Beats the 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 massive two I was getting when I was yeah. paying for four. You know, beats that. That's right. That's right. You were paying a lot more. Oh, right. anyway, nice. welcome, there we welcome go. to what? This 3D sucks. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. this is fucking terrible. Maybe if I watched this on a giant television in 3D, it would be better. But God, god awful. I went through the trouble of making these glasses because <laughs> I couldn't. I, 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 could, I couldn't find glasses anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I went through the trouble of making these. You could actually go to Google. Or you could just type printable 3D glasses, and Google has a set of glasses you can download, and then you can make yourself, because uh, Google is a 3D-enabled uh, browser. Um, and what I did was I took some plastic, taped them in there, bl blue and red Sharpie. There you go, 3D glasses. But the 3D on this movie, it my glasses are better than, these, than the 3D <laughs> in this fucking movie. Now, it was... It was um headache inducing uh I, I was lucky enough to or i was unlucky enough to have easy access to a copy of uh spy kids 3 oh which which came with the the 3d glasses so right. I, I had a pair on hand <laughs> now i have a pair of 3d glasses uh all the, the red and blue ones all the way back when i saw freddy's dead in the movie theater Ah. Uh, and uh, I can't find... I know I have them. I didn't throw them away. I just don't know what box they're in uh, in the storage area that we have. So... Well, I remember, I, and this may... This, and I, I don't want to get another 3D nostalgia kick, but I do remember as a kid, uh, and this dates me a bit, uh, going to the 7-Eleven with my parents to get the 3D glasses to see the big premiere of the 3D Creature of the Black Lagoon. Ah, they did that a lot, 7-Eleven. Uh, there was um, the Vincent Price film they did that with as well. I forget House which one Wax. it was. Yeah, yeah, that's the one where he's, uh, they're, they're sawing something and all the, the shards of the wood, uh, the splinters are like shoot, look like it's shooting into your living room. No, 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 if you want to talk House of Wax 3D, you got to talk about the Chinese yo-yo. <laughs> that's right, the Chinese yo-yo. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's seared into my brain. That was more scarring uh, than this movie. But well, the, this, I mean, 7-Eleven did that all the time. You know, they show commercials for these fucking old ass movies, and they figured out a way to make money on them, even even now or then. Now, what, what did say. that trailer say? The, the, the third dimension is fear. Is terror. Terror. The third dimension is eye strain. <sighs> oh, and, tell me about it. And and I I newly prescribed for glasses. I should be wearing glasses today, uh, but that's a whole story for for another bitch fest. Uh, I'm still in the process of trying to get my new glasses. And but... someone that already needs glasses, I shouldn't be wearing these. <laughs> oh, no, no. And no one should be watching Jaws 3. Oh. No, no one. I, I, no. I... I mean, if you thought the new 3D was bad for your eyes, these are worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are w these are way worse, and the new 3D it... is pretty fucking bad for you. This cat is going to electrocute itself. Oh, cool. I'm just in, just in 3D. If you hear a <laughs> that's that's my cat killing itself because it's it's scratching its head on on uh, power cords. You smell that? The desk. <laughs> fried smell pussy like fried cat. Fried pussy cat. 
<laughs> you know, Clark, this is a quality item. How much set you back? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> welcome to Movie Sactastic Take 3, episode number 107. Yeah. 107. Now, l- let I me... Said, l- 107. I'm going to explain why this is Take 3, and I, I, I could be asking for another uh, computer crash, but let me just explain... If anyone out there that listens to our show also uses live stream, you know my pain already. I won't have to go any further for you. But anyone that doesn't know, anyone that doesn't do their own uh, video podcast every week and is thinking about doing it, just fucking skip live stream right off the bat and go somewhere like Ustream. <laughs> just don't even of, bother. For those of you watching live stream live right this minute, run! Run! <laughs> Just figure something else out. Now I know why they push their fucking equipment so hard. They crash this shit on purpose. Mm. So that I say to myself, you know, $500 ain't so bad for a system that's not going to crash. Because it's fucking proprietary. It's from them. But if I download their software, which is free, they're going to fucking crash me every other week. Now, I haven't had a crash in probably four or five months i've had a really long string and i figured oh now we're on roll you know i figured oh you know they've been doing some some updates to their software and they finally figured out the problem no that's not what happens uh and i know it's not the computer because they have this little gauge when we start recording that gives specifications for everything like right now live stream is only using 10 percent of the cpu I play fucking video games that use more CPU load than that. But it's using 90% of Joey's frustration. <laughs> Which is good, because that means I don't have to get the brunt of any of it. You got that bell? Ring that fucking bell for me. Thank you, motherfucking I was stream. already moving it towards me as we spoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get me one of them. Wow, you know what's even worse? Watch Watching uh, Jaws 3D without the 3D glasses. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I don't know which one's worse. I have to figure it out. Of course, I am only two feet from my television. So that's... <laughs> uh, might be why I'm getting glasses now. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Now, I, I challenge this to you because of the uh, Dennis Quaid connection to Caveman. Correct, which was my challenge to you. But it, wasn't, it, was, it was Dennis Quaid, and I think it was also the writer. Or it was somebody else. I forget uh, now. It's all. I think it eroded part of my brain. <laughs> oh, I mean, and, and the basic... I mean, you want to talk about a paper-thin plot. Well, it's not a plot so much as a setting. I mean, N- we... Nothing, we, we nothing, take... right off the bat, nothing happens for a really long time. And when things happen, it's so goddamn boring. There's, it's not even noteworthy. Well, it, it's hard to make a fish swimming, like, action-packed. You know, especially when you're in, a, in an amusement park. I guess. I, I mean, the... This film picks up several years later after Jaws 2. Uh, Mike Brody and Sean Brody, uh, children of Mr. Uh, Sheriff Brody, yeah. uh, have, have have fled the Nantucket Island and no longer live uh, on the beach. Uh, but Mike apparently decided to work at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. So, he's, so despite all of his uh, life and death situations growing up with sharks and the ocean he's, he's he's still pretty much a man of the sea although at this point a man of the you know uh amusement park sea mm. 
And the uh, the amusement park is run by Lou Gossett, who is is the Herman Cain of the '80s in this <laughs> version here. I, I just I just love his demeanor in the film too. He did. Uh, what, now you 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 said to me before we showed it's like he was doing uh, JD. Uh, he's, he, was he was doing, doing his JD. character from JD. Yeah. And I was like, well, he, of course he's not. But then I went and rewatched it, and the first time he walks up to someone, he talks, he does that little duck. The little duck, yeah. <laughs> like, he's doing it. We got, oh, what is it? Philip Fitzroyce? <laughs> Philip Fitzroyce. Philip Fitzroyce? <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, there he is. This is fucking JD character. And it's it's weird. It's it's like they predict. I'm going to end you. I'm going to yeah. end you. <laughs> no, no. Now I'm I'm doing a great disservice to Lou Gossett Jr. or Lou Gossett, uh, uh-huh. Lou Gossett, Lou Gossett. Uh, I'm doing a great disservice to Lou Gossett by comparing him to Herman Cain because Herman Cain is nowhere as cool as Lou Gossett ever was. Uh-huh. So I want to underline that right now. But it's like he just ch- channeled the concept of Herman Cain. This is like billionaire business owner who 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 thinks he knows what he's doing just because he he owns all this stuff and is constantly all he had to do in his film that worse would have been run for president while he was managing to get everybody killed by a shark <laughs> the only other bad decision he could have made was running for a public office at the same time yeah right <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and i no i also <laughs> i also pointed out to scott that it seems like jurassic park and this film are eerily similar in a lot of a lot of scenes in the film or even uh, maybe just plot structure. You've got, you know, what the old guy from Jurassic Park running the oh, park are, there. Are you showing the bar scene right now? No. Where are you at? Uh, right now, um, it's right before Dennis Quaid says he's going to take her to dinner, and they end up at a bar. <laughs> okay, so you're almost at the bar scene. All right. Yeah. He's like, hey, let me let me take you to dinner. And she's like, <laughs> all right, you can take me to dinner at a bar. <laughs> It's a fucking real romantic, this guy. Uh, but no, it's um, uh, the old guy from Jurassic Park. I don't fucking remember his name. Uh, I know I should, but I don't. I don't care. Uh, anyway, and then, anyway uh, Lou Gossett from this film, they both run their you know respective parks. And they both make very bad decisions. And two, or I should say, Shark gets loose in Lou Gossett's park. Dinosaurs gets loose in the old guy's park from Jurassic Park. And the whole film, they just make bad decisions. You know? They just well, make very it, bad it, decisions. It just seems like Jurassic Park ripped off Jor- Jor- uh, or uh, Jaws 3. Well, uh, now, there's there's a difference between the bad decisions. I, I do have to underline this because in, in Jurassic Park, the bad decisions are, I know what I'm doing. You know, it, it, it was like a, it, for me, Jurassic Park was just a bad concept in general. It's like, okay. Uh, people going to see dangerous dinosaurs not a good idea. That's right. a major bad decision, but I don't know if you could say he makes every decision he makes is bad. Uh, it's just a bad call, and he didn't predict some slightly unpredictable things, like all of a sudden them being able to breed again. Are you on the bar scene now? He uh, almost. Uh, okay. Fitzroyce is, is showing up to uh, the the Sea World uh, Park, and he's wearing like a cowboy hat, and, and it's oh, all get up. Yeah. And then Dennis Quaid's brother shows up wearing. Pretty much the same cowboy. <laughs> it's like yeah. they were giving away on set. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to go back to your comparison, yeah, Lou Gotts, on the other hand, is like Lugatz. your typical asshole business owner who whose whose whole concept is 
says, why the hell should I seek out the advice and knowledge of people I've hired to maintain my business for me? <laughs> it, it's the Jurassic Park guy like is confronted with the decision and goes, well, I think this is the best course. Luke Gossett it, constantly puts himself in front of him. We're trying to get Brody. No, no, don't get him. Just put that over there. Right. It's like we the shark. To, we we just got the- that thing. Oh, it's going to go into shock when you put it in in, in water. You know, the, go ahead. <laughs> But, and but no sir, one confronts the, him about that either. But sir, the biologist, sir, the biologist you hired to actually keep these things alive says we shouldn't move it. I said move it. I'm the man here. But, <laughs> and yeah. what's funny is when she comes in because <laughs> they're like, uh, we have a bigger problem, and he's like, is it about the shark? So <laughs> <laughs> like, wait it's a minute. <laughs> it's Harmon Kane. All he has to do is like quote Pokemon, and that's it. It's nine nine nine. <laughs> It's and like, then, and then she, they come in. It's about the shark. It's like, well, you know, we should really talk about that, but no. <laughs> and then, you know, they come to him to try to find Brody. We have to get him to fix this. No, no, no. Just do that. So don't bother him. He's, he's, you know, I yeah, turn off him, pump two and turn on pump one. It's just too expensive <laughs> to fix. Yeah, 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 like, wait a off. minute. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, yeah, it's a lot of money. This is, this is not, uh, this is not putting SeaWorld in a, in a good light. <laughs> How did SeaWorld agree to agree to this anyway? I, the whole film. The I, whole film. SeaWorld just looks bad. Are, are you in the bar scene now? No, we're uh, underwater scene where uh, that guy that they try to I'm find so the whole ahead. damn film uh, gets yeah, eaten by the shark. Okay. What to say? Yeah, now this, this scene. I'm at the floating hand. The, the floating, the floating arm hand. that's okay. coming at me. That's coming at me in terrible 3D at the screen. Yeah, that's like, there's a couple of shots where the 3D actually works, and that's the one shot where it really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really um, doesn't work. Uh, now, this, is, of course, is after the, the, the opening scene where the shark snuck into the amusement park uh, pretending to be a water skier. In the bar, officially. Now we're in the bar, and so now we're seeing the, 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 uh, the quintessential 80s purple outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I've headband. seen that in 10 other films. She's going to go from here to go do Jane Fonda's workout next. That's what's exactly. that's what's going on. It's, it's that whole yeah yeah. It's just the minute I saw that I had like a flashback of ten other films at once that that exact same outfits in. And this is the bar where the, where all the SeaWorld employees go to afterwards to drink Michelob and play bizarre uh, uh, version extreme bar versions games. of patty cakes. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, what is it? Uh, what's it what called? Call it? Uh, push touch, off. Touchdown. Push touch off. Back, touch. Thought it was stand push off. off. Thought it was push stand off? off. Hold on, I can unmute the. Push I can unmute this here. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, well, ask Woodbury, okay? <laughs> here we go. It's <laughs> creepy. Hey, they're playing standoff. Standoff. My brother. Standoff. Oh, yeah, my brother. He's the king of standoff. Which, where the guy, where the guy looks a little like me, is like playfully slapping a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Why do that part? They just tell me to leave. He does look a little like you. <laughs> just a little bit, just on the beard area. Oh man, Scott and I are gonna play standoff when we go to AC in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I think they'll throw us out of the bar if we start playfully slapping girls like that. Let's hope so, because we don't belong there anyway. Like Planes, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, standoff. Now, now we, we just passed the scene where the guy's underwater, and this there are a number of points in the film where where logic kind of slaps you across the face a little bit. And the first question I have is, is it the sound carry enough underwater 
where you can be startled by a noise. Uh, I don't know. So what? What? But twice while that guy's locking the cage, he's startled and turns to see a fish swimming by. Are fish that loud? They swim. <laughs> what was that? Maybe he's just a fucking only, nervous Nelly. I only work. I only work at a sea park. The, the sound of the fish swimming by alerts me to no end. <laughs> but then yeah, the sharks uh, and, get up on him. The, and the thing is, the underwater, uh, the underwater sound is just just a dribble, dribble, dribble. Dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> what else? What else does water sound like? Well, well, we'll get to the other sounds near the end. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Or how about when they are underwater and they're they're basically going? Well, when we get when we start talking about the end of the film, there's a couple other underwater sounds we got to go over. <laughs> it, gets, it gets really fucking silly at the end. <laughs> well, maybe we'll fast forward to it so we can actually listen now, to it. Now, during this whole scene here. Uh, the, now the whole, the whole, the, there's only like a body count of what five people that the shark I don't, eats. I, I I don't even think that many, and most of no, them get five. eaten at the end. It's it's five. It's because it's it's uh, the guy we just saw, uh, the Lufrey no wannabe. Then in about five minutes, the two hapless coral thieves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then two it, people it, at the end. And then uh, Lugasset's cousin, or nephew, sorry. Uh huh. Who I believe was actually Lou Gossett's nephew because he's the worst actor in the film, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> Lou Gossett and that shark, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got Lou Gossett. He got the Gossett. Oh, and, and and all right for all the bad decisions that his character makes in the film, he does yeah. make one great decision, and I think we have to new, start a new seg- uh, segment on the show or, or like a new list of okay. Lou Gossett's Gossett. <laughs> Words okay. of wisdom from Luke Gossett, right? I gotta and grab the, so, I grab audio f- uh, for that. Right. All right. So that'd be cool. It's Lou Gossett's Gossett's. That's <laughs> G O T apostrophe S. And it doesn't just have to be from Jaws. It could be his whole. It could span his whole career, right? Oh, it's going to span his whole career, but it's going to start here because we have the first actual Lou Gossett Gots Lou Gossett's Gossett's quote, which is Lou Gossett's words of wisdom. And in this film, his words of wisdom are, "No grenades." <laughs> yes, he does make a good decision in the film. Let's let's so let's be fair. Well, Dennis Quaid has to talk him into it because you could see he's clenching his teeth. He's like, "No grenades." I really wanted to see a grenade, especially when Philip Fitzroyce is explaining to him that we should kill the shark on camera in front of everyone. And Lou Gotts, it's like, "Yeah, that'd be good." I was like. <laughs> no, the, it, and so they die magnificently. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> mommy, mommy, what's happening? <laughs> Bring the kids for the shark hunt. Well, now it would play, you know, 20 years later, 30 years later, it would play perfectly. Right. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's just like Herman Cain. So, because like, when you mentioned that, I could see him debating, I was like, oh, the grenades, that would be a fun thing to see. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but there's money involved. Hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, sweet oh, wait, lord! Wait, wait. Now uh, I'm gonna backtrack a bit because because you, uh, you you said you're you're talking about how the film resembles Jurassic Park. Well, just so yeah, the, uh, certain parts of the film are very similar, and it just it's ironic because uh, Steven Spielberg did Jurassic Park, Steven Spielberg did the original Jaws, 
Not that he had anything. To, he didn't have anything to do with the second or third, but I just find it kind of, you know, kind of eerie. Well, did you see the one trivia about uh, part three that involves Spielberg? The no, original concept so. was that was for Jaws three was a parody. Oh, really? It was supposed to be a the, the whole the original concept was by uh, David Brown and uh, Richard Zanuck, and they wanted. Uh, they they wanted to pitch it. They they produced the first two films and they pitched it as a spoof, and it was supposed to follow a, a like a movie company or a camera crew trying to make a, a third Jaws film. <laughs> but apparently, uh, and Joe Dante was attached as a director. And apparently, when Steve, Steven Spielberg uh, heard about it, he rejected the idea, and and threatened to walk away from the whole deal if uh, they went ahead with it. So the other guys quit the studio. Oh wow. I think Spielberg was like, ah, you're going to ruin my, my, my franchise here. And <laughs> they <Wow>. still... <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, but the reason I mentioned Jurassic Park, I don't, I don't want to hog the, the, the mic here. The, the film, this film, uh, before it came out, uh, there was a... You know, remember the Filipino films they would make? Or, um, oh, yeah. You know, American production crews, but they go to the Philippines and make horror, low-budget horror films? Yeah. They made one. It was called. Uh, I, oh, I had the note here. I remember it. It's in that one documentary on the Philippine movies. The the um, uh, broads and machetes, something like that. Oh, what was the name of the original that fucking film? Oh, oh, the last shark. The last shark. The which last shark. I just shark. got a copy. Okay. Yes. It, okay. They made it in 1981, and Universal sued them, and they got it yanked out of the theaters because they ripped off the. The Jaws concept, and they were they were selling it in foreign countries as the third sequel to as the third movie in the Jaws franchise. Uh -huh. So Universal sued them and got the film pulled. Then they ripped off parts of the movie and used it in this one. <laughs> of course they did. The, the the thing at the end where where they they kill the shark because there's a bomb in the mouth and they they. You know the, the grenade in the mouth, and they they, used to, they ripped that off of the of the movie that they got pulled out of theaters. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And it's even better because I did a little more research and found that bef uh, three years, two uh, two two years or so before the last shark, there was another Jaws ripoff called uh, Up from the Depths. Okay. That ends the same way. Oh my god. Or in a very very similar way. <laughs> Fuck, kidding me. No, and, and that was a uh, Filipino. So the not not. Oh, this Filipino. is the part where he's trying to get in the water. He's like, "Oh, my boots! Yeah, oh, dummy, you haven't been in the water this long. You got to take your boots off." I don't like going in the water. Something happened when I was a kid. Oh, and I'm sorry. I got to ask backwards. Um, the last shark was an Italian ripoff. Okay. And then up the depths is the Filipino film that ripped that they ripped off their ending from so the ending of jaws 3d is actually twice removed from a <laughs> shitty filipino film that was uh that was filmed by directed by one of the sh uh screenwriters that worked with J roger corman <laughs> and wrote a bunch of his classics and we have to go back to that in a minute because when i was doing that i found something fucking hilarious but we'll move on to jaws again <laughs> uh. I, I just had to bring that up you know what? I, you know what else? Uh, another similarity, and I don't know why. Uh, Jaws. Phil, uh, yeah, Philip Fitzroy's partner, Jack Tate, the Frenchman. Okay. No, well, he's English. He was French. 
No. Really? Now, I, I don't know if this is... Uh, if, if you caught on to this, but I certainly did. Um, he's British, by the way. Uh, okay. He, the film With Nail and I, do you remember the character Danny from With Nail and I? Yeah. Okay. Danny was the guy, for everyone out there that doesn't know, he was the guy that he was their drug dealer, or at least he was. Oh, uh, same guy? No. But okay. they they sound exactly alike. His slow delivery, the whole time, he's like, you listen to me, mate. <laughs> it's like, whoa, is this guy going to give somebody drugs? Yeah, hey, now, he, he wasn't slow when they went to evacuate the beach and he punched out the fat guy that was going to start with him. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, he's was, like, that like, was great. You, he's, trying you, to, you, he's, rushing all the, he's rushing all the people out of the beach and he bumps the fat guy with the beer and the guy turns and like the guy doesn't even get a hit and he just kind of looks at him and the guy, he just grabs him and punches him. Like, I know you're going to start shit. <laughs> It's gonna end it right here. Starts, <laughs> but it's like his delivery. He's like, "You listen to me, mate. You won't be able to handle what I got here." It's just like, "Holy shit!" It's the guy from Withnail and I. <laughs> and I looked it up. I was like, "This has got to be Ralph Brown." He like he kind of looks like Ralph Brown, and it's not. It's not him. But um, it, it just I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like he sounded exactly like him. As a matter of fact. Uh, I brought up Ralph Brown here. He's from Cambridgeshire, England. I want to mm-hmm. see if the this guy PH Moriarty is from there too. And I clicked on the wrong name because I'm wearing 3D glasses. Can't fucking see. It just says London. Okay, he's from London, England. I don't know how close it is to Cambridgeshire, but it's just like it's the same fucking guy. Just about. I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That he sounded exactly like that dude from Withnail and I. I think there might have been like, and not in a negative way. I think there might have been a homosexual element between those two characters as well. Well, was it the part that he said, "He belongs to me"? And that that and the part that he might have been that part. Out. It was that part and the part where he starts weeping like a two-year-old girl when he thinks that the guy might have died. Yeah, no, they were they were totally uh, pulling each. There was something taffy. going on there. They were pulling they each were, other's taffy for sure. They, they were they, they 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 were helping each other in the wetsuits. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Just, you know, when they looked at each other, too, he's like, what did he say? Do you remember wherever? And he's like, I would be feel more comfortable if, you know, we did the one thing. <laughs> then he's talking about retirement. It's like, what are mm-hmm. they talking about this for? They're going to go buy a fucking, you know, house somewhere <laughs> together and fucking Fire Island? <laughs> well, maybe. It might maybe. have been a better choice. Yeah. You know, now, now, why, why does my good. film have... Uh, why does my why does my uh, 3D shark film have commercial sp- stops in it? Can you tell me that? Because it's a video CD out of China. But it, it feels like it's actually blocked for commercial breaks. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I understand. I noticed it too. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it really has the feel of like they, they they planned commercial breaks for this when they made it. Just me, <laughs> just me. And I don't have the blu-ray of it but or the dvd because god why would i uh, <laughs> uh i don't know i don't think it's the same way in those i just think this is a poorly edited copy that we have okay okay maybe that could be it. you gotta remember well, the too the, the film this is poorly film, edited too it's in 3d it's shitty quality first of all and it's in 3d i don't know if they took the video and translated it to 3d themselves i think they actually just traced it on like paper and made copies of it 
Yeah. It's, it's or that bad of if a if this is just an old rip from years, you know, like a laser disc rip from the you know the eighties or nineties in a three D one. I just don't know. Because I've seen you know clips of it online, and the only ones I could find online are the DVD or Blu-ray rip, you know, on YouTube, just you know, simple clips. Yeah. So now, now, as the plot progresses, the shark eats people and then they kill the shark. We know that. Yeah. Well, first uh, they they capture its baby. That's the major plot twist, is that they they go through all the trouble to catch the the shark, and they think they're done. And it turns out that it's the baby. And then Lou Gotsit makes the amazing decision to put him in the viewing tank for everyone that's coming into the park to, to see. And, of and course, he the shark goes into shock because it's taken from one tank and just immediately put in another. And if anyone that's owned a fish tank, oh. especially a saltwater one, you just can't put fish in, in, in the water. They go into shock and die. And it's exactly what happened. It was Luke Gossett's call. Is that is that for like like guppies too, or just like goldfish stuff like that? Uh, I don't know. Does a pet? <laughs> um, Maybe guppies. And and, and there, the Gu- the film doesn't tip its hand eating. at all as to where the big shark is hiding when it when every every other person that bumps into uh, Dennis Quaid asks him, "Did you check the filtration uh, <clears throat> t- tunnel?" So, no, no, no. That's the other section. That's, there's no reason to even look in there. <laughs> like five different people ask him in the course of half an hour what about the filtration tube no 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 reason to even think about looking in there there's nothing wrong even even lou gossett asks him about the tube you know if lou gossett asks him about the tube it's fucking obvious all right and uh, you know like i was saying before this film doesn't paint SeaWorld in a good light at all but it's also a 95 100 minute commercial for SeaWorld as well because every other turn, it's just like a fucking dolphin show is going on. They're doing flips. Uh, you know, the fucking uh, the, the ski, ski, skiers with the, the speedboats and the sh- all this shit. Even at well, the end, that- the last fucking scene of the film is a dolphin show. Yeah. Well, to be fair, <laughs> they squeezed a lot of it into that like five, ten minute montage in the middle. Right. Yeah. Yep. That, w- that was a fast forward moment. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, have the, I didn't have a luxury to do that, actually. <laughs> um, nah, but yes. uh, what's with what's with the guy's wife harassing his her her husband's boss? What? The, how the fuck is that like is acceptable? It's not. It's like she she comes up behind him and throws the guy's back bag at him. So I don't want to. Uh, I'm his fucking boss. Why are you Why are you complaining about this? Go go talk to your mother. What? <laughs> the shit you could get away with in the eighties. <laughs> like, I know. Why, why are you complaining to me? Because your because your husband's a fucking louse, and there must be some kind of abuse in there. Because the, the last time you see her at the end, is that where she starts like defending him? I'm I don't want no harm. I don't want to hurt him because he's gonna come home and beat me. <laughs> I don't want it to get out that I did anything because when he comes home, I'm gonna get a shina. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell him I called the cops on him. Audrey, uh, where'd you get uh, that shina? <laughs> what shina? Yeah, I mean, but you're right. Not, not much happens because the whole film is pr- practically treading water. Ha ha. Until we ha, get to ha. the big oh, the sharks loose and uh, in their their vast under undersea kingdom display. Yeah, I love it is- when they. Oh, no, I was going to say, I love it when they interrupt Lou Gossett at dinner. He's like, it better be important. We eat dinner here. 
<laughs> and then he comes <laughs> over and he's like, it is important. He goes, all right, well, you two better come with me. No, no, <laughs> it's like, we're, we're fucking eating dinner. No, no, it's better because it better be important. We're eating dinner. And he le- the guy leans over here. Whisper, 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 whisper. Shark, whisper, whisper, whisper. Uh, it is important. Every time they go to get him, he's having drinks or dinner. Right. Oh, like in the beginning where he talks, he goes, uh, we got free drinks or we got, we got drinks. They free. <laughs> they free. <laughs> I got pizza too. You want some pizza? Philip Fitzroy's. <laughs> but no grenades. No grenades. No grenades. Drinks it's free. It's wonderful. You see those that's, kids? That, Aren't they that's great? The <laughs> that's the t-shirt you need. <laughs> we got drinks. They're free. <laughs> Free drinks, but no grenades. No, that's right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, but in this whole under the sea thing, where it's, it's the walkways where you can look at all the wonderful stuff you know, under yeah. the under the uh, the fake ocean they built, is so shoddily built that the shark bumps it once and the tunnels start just disintegrating. Oh, yeah, it's like Dennis Quaid. He's a real fucking shitty. It's uh, a shitty builder. <laughs> Oh, and, go through all and the trouble no, to say that you know he built everything, and you can't blow grenades in there. It's all fiberglass. You're gonna took me forever to build. You're gonna blow it up in one you know you know one minute. It's like yeah, well, it it fucking sucks. No wonder he didn't want that grenade down there. Look how fragile the fucking thing is. <laughs> and there, you know what? There's always one asshole in the group when when <laughs> when Lou Gossett like very calmly announces, everybody, we have to close the ride temporarily. So everybody, in a calm fashion. Let you two go guys with, go with your gods. Yeah. <laughs> with your gods. And, and just get to the nearest exit uh, at your own leisurely pace. And then everybody <laughs> starts walking around. And the, the one guy, of course, there's always one asshole. who say, where the hell's the nearest available exit? We're underwater down here. <laughs> the most realistic thing about this movie. There's always going to be I one fuck has, has to get loud and start trying to panic people. Dude, it's a fucking tunnel. Walk until you get out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Of course, that was their way of trying to create tension. It's like, yeah. where are the where are these exits? We underwater. <laughs> We're underwater around here. Yeah, okay. Uh. <sighs> and that's of course where we, we and that's where we of course we, we we descend into the whole shark loose in the giant undersea kingdom thing, and now they have to hunt the shark down. And so, uh, that, uh Patrick Fitzroy's Patrick he, Fitzroy, you got to do the bounce. Fitzroy, <laughs> Fitzroy, he he decided he he and his uh gay lover decide to lure, and I don't say that in a bad way. I don't remember but you think I'm saying that in hmm. a bad way. I I uh I support un- their what? Yes, if anyone's listened to past strangers episodes, we know. Yeah, I I just I just want to make it sound like I'm trying to be derogatory towards them. I'm I'm you know understandable. Uh, <laughs> But they 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 decide to uh, lure the shark into the uh, filter tube, right? And then lock it in there. And then after they do that, the shark after it eats Fitzroy's <laughs> breaks the gate open with its tail, and then does something that I am not into nature. I don't watch the Nature Channel. I don't watch documentaries on on natural wildlife. I don't read uh, international geographic or what the fuck uh i don't know a lot about animals i don't care i do however know for a fact that sharks can't swim backwards (laughs) 
in my limited knowledge of the animal kingdom, I know that pretty much fish can't swim backwards, period. As a matter of fact, aren't sharks uh, the one breed that if they stop swimming, they actually die? Yes, that's the whole metaphor that Hunter S. Thompson uses in uh, in his writing about the sharks. Yeah, like sharks, you got to keep moving. If you stop moving, you'll die. Okay. And, and, and also, you'll sink. So when that shark floats belly up in the middle of the film, mm-hmm. that's bullshit, too. When they die, they sink. So when you're watching the shark, first of all, beat open the cage with its tail and then back out of the tube where it was hiding. Sharks mm-hmm. can't do that. They so that was, a bit of a, that was a bit of a leap there. I got it. Lou got it. Lou, Lou, Lou ain't got it. Nope. And I'm also pretty much you can't scream underwater. Well, well, when he when he eats Fitzroy's, Fitzroy's, when he eats them, it's how long did that scene last? Two, seven, twelve minutes? Yeah. The shark's <laughs> chewing him. Well, we're inside the shark, and it's chewing this guy. He's full, he's not even halfway out of the shark. He's all the way in the shark, and every time the shark chews, you're. <laughs> he's got the air tank. I can understand that. Uh, pull the pin. <laughs> Just pull the pin, Patrick. <laughs> or Philip. <laughs> Philip! But, but later when um, when the shark eats uh, Gossett's nephew, mm. who doesn't have any breathing apparatus, he at least three times goes... <laughs> now, after that first... <laughs> your air is expelled from your lungs. You're not getting a second breath to scream again doesn't happen <laughs> it certainly doesn't <laughs> I, I think all in all some of the funny there they are at the dinner <laughs> are you right there now or just before it uh they're at the dinner table yeah yeah i should rewind it just a little bit we eat dinner here yeah play that <laughs> let me do that um, Gurgles ever. Right here. Hold on. Porter. It is, sir. Here we go. Okay. What is that? My God, this is the 16th Earl of Edenfield. Jake hands with the first calf in the sea well. Oh. Enchante. Enchante. He know French, too, huh? Ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Richard. Wait a minute. We're having dinner here. Better be important. It is, sir. It's a killer shark. It is important, gentlemen. You better come with me. <laughs> He goes, nah, nah, we having dinner here. <laughs> it better be important. <laughs> He's the man. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just love it. The way his whole demeanor when he walks to the table is like, whoa, 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 whoa. we having dinner here. <laughs> and, the fuck's and your problem? It's not like... It's not like he's totally oblivious. I mean, when he hit, when Ben whispers shark in his ear, he's not like, yeah, 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 whatever. We're finishing our entrees. At least he has enough sense to say that is important. We should move on. <laughs> but, but again, it, he, 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 it's not that he's completely oblivious. He just is, has that knack of, of really knowing how to make a bad decision in a pinch. Yeah. That's all. It's just when, when, when it comes to making those last minute life or death situation decisions, that's where he just flips the, you know, flips the coin, head tail side up every time. Every time. Oh, we eating dinner here. Better be important. Oh, speaking <laughs> of Fitz, speaking of Fitzroy's being eaten. Yeah. Okay. Shark, shark and tube, right? Mm-hmm. 
Shark in tube. Shark eats Fitzroy's. Fitz, Fitzroy's. Shark smashes uh, one inch thin glass to break into underwater command center. Eats Lou Gossett's nephew. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Goes after Dennis Quaid. Opens mouth. Fitzroy's still in mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm just they saying. Have a very slow digestive system. But it's it sticking out. <laughs> the, the arm's still sticking out of his mouth. Now, if if you do happen to have, and I'm not speaking from experience, but if you ever have a big game hunter's severed arm stuck in your molars, eating eating an entrepreneur's nephew will dislodge <laughs> that. Uh, really, yeah, for the most part, yeah. 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 I mean, it's not like it was tight in the teeth either. The arm sticking out, like the length from the shoulder out, hold it, waving the, the grenade around. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm calling a little shenanigan on that. Pull the pin, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that nephew didn't get a. Now, what happens to Lou Gossett? That's the question. Well, doesn't Calvin say uh, said that uh, or Calvin uh, Dennis Quaid's character? Uh, Mike, he says Calvin's okay. He made it. Yeah, but he how the how the fuck does he know that? Because we've been hit with him the last time. The last that we see of Gossett, he grabs the girl and swims away. He leaves his nephew to go, but he grabs the girl. Right. Well, that's the that thing. It, well, that whole ending looked at like that, it was it was so abrupt. Oh, all right. Well, you know why? And this is from memory. I remember the two big things about this movie before it came out. The big things that they covered on the news and did your little documentaries on cable for. Were one. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What? Hold on. TV monitors rolling. You're going to have more coverage in the space launch around here. Good. Just the way I like it. Right. The color of your wetsuit's one hell of a choice. The shark's going to love you. Exactly. Helps me to get the close ups. You're the showman. Honey, do you think a suit's going to protect you? Are you kidding? It won't bite through, but it will yield to pressure. She might just get a little squeeze. Pleased. Oh, that's great. Are you doing it for the grenade thing? Yeah. Why don't you just let her Majesty number one son take care of it? They talk like a good two minutes about the grenades, though. Yeah, but I just don't want it to be you. Yes, that it's not all. It's not very quick. You build all the stuff. I swim around in it. That was the deal, right? Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna take a minute or so. It's not right away. I thought it was right here. You you'll see it. They'll look up and ask him. Um, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, it's gonna take a minute though. Yes, if we get into any trouble, all we have to do is pull the pin. What are those? Nose bombs. They're what? Nose bombs. Ah, uh, this is just take a while. Alright, alright. Uh, I I just wanted Luke Gossett to say no grenades. He will, but he's gonna do it about like a minute. <laughs> okay. All I'm saying was when, when he swims away though, with the girl, he swims away and down. And that's the last we see of them. So if that's the last we see of them, there's no way Brody knows he survived. Well, yeah. I mean... And and everybody's all concerned about the dolphins at the end. No one gives a shit about the poor nephew that just got chomped the shit. And he was the one helping them in and out of the holes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, like I... Oh, here we go. Here it is. No grenades. Thank you. <laughs> Truer words have oh. never been said. I mean, just the way he says, he's like, all right, no grenade. And that, mother, and mother that sir, is why yeah. Lou Gossett's got it. He got it. That's right. 
I mean, uh, the whole end scene with Luke Gatsit swimming away, did he just refuse to say, I ain't going to swim in no water? <laughs> we need a shot of you with Dennis Quaid and the chick from that show that Jessica Biel was on, uh, Seventh Heaven, I think. Uh, we need you in the water with them to show that you're, I ain't going to go swimming. Ain't doing it. In my contract. <laughs> I, I remember for a fact that when this film was, when they were, when they were promoting the film before it came out, the two big things they talked about were the shark-proof suit she wears, because that was like a new thing then. Was and like so Kevlar? they were promoting the shit out of that. Okay. And one of the big features of the making of documentary was all the preparation they went into to build this, build that set with a tank around it, so when the window smashes, the whole set floods with that water. It was a right. big the, setup. The end, the end scene. Right, yeah, yeah, the end scene where the shark smashes the one-inch thin uh, plexiglass. And let me tell you something, that scene where it smashes the glass is the one scene I remember vividly when I was a little kid, back uh -huh. in, whatever, 1983 when this came out. I As remember that. Well, no, I remember the shark in slow motion just going towards the glass, and then everyone in slow motion going... <laughs> I just remember so, that. That's that's what I remember most vividly about this film as a kid. That slow motion equals fix it in post. Yeah. And the the big the the, the big hype around it was that this is like was the biggest what the biggest like water tank dump into a set done at this point up until this point in time. Whether or not that's true, I'm not sure, but that's what they were typing at the time. So all this talk about how, you know, all this tank and everything was going to flood this in and give this realistic effect, and it must have all fucking went wrong, because all you get when it happens is the one angle of the water hitting the computer banks in the back. Yeah, you're at right. At an angle, that's it. Nothing, any, even that's at an angle, so it's almost like the camera, like, got jarred or something. It got all wet. <laughs> yes, I mean. Wait, and, you got to use waterproof cameras for this shot? <laughs> I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so. so I, I th whatever they were trying to do, I think failed miserably, and I think they were already over budget because this film cost a lot of money. Um, actually, I didn't. I thought it cost only like eighteen. I guess eighteen million for nineteen eighty three is a lot. And, and it's a lot. It's a lot for a, a third sequel or a second sequel. Yeah, it cost eighteen million. It made eighty eight million dollars here, though. You got how does it, this? It, 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 what? Eighty eight million dollars it made. What? Yeah, made 88 million bucks. Actually, that's according to the wiki. Let me find out. Uh, let me find out if that's worldwide or just domestic. Oh, I'm interested to find that out now. But this film is so old. Sometimes IMDb just doesn't, you know. Ass bastards. Yeah, they just, you yeah. know, for as, for as good as, as a website as it is, sometimes they don't. They don't have all the information. Well, they they certainly don't check uh, the the trivia and other stuff they put up on their site for any kind of uh, grammatical errors, because there are people that just don't know how to fucking complete a sentence. Post this stuff okay. up here. That 80, 88 million is worldwide. Forty five million here. Another forty two million uh, foreign. And 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 by the way. Uh, trivia means like something like uh, it, it's implied that trivia means something that's a little known or unknown about the film trivia for this movie the name of the new attraction at SeaWorld was the undersea kingdom that's not trivia that's just a fact in the movie and periods go inside the quotation marks motherfucker <laughs> it, 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 the world's being run by Ill illiterates i swear 
I swear. It is. No, you're right. But, but it's um, like I said, you know, things like spell yeah. check make people seem dumber, but they're really just or seem smarter, but they're really getting dumber. But I, I you're you're correct. When you watch that scene where the shark breaks into the glass, you really get the feeling that oh yeah, th- this was edited in post because it didn't yeah. work. Ah, oh, yeah, and the ending when it was, should have been when they're looking for the dolphins. Luke Gotts should have been riding the dolphins away. <laughs> and every time they went the dolphin noise, I'm sorry, I just kept just flashing back to Ace Ventura. <laughs> how, how, how about the shark noises? Oh yeah, <laughs> the shark actually growling. Well, no. you know, ever since Spielberg no. did the original Jaws. And said that they used uh, a dinosaur sound for when uh, the shark dies at the end. Uh-huh. Every single film, they always they try they tried something different with how it made made noise. Yeah, but they don't so, make noise. Yeah, it just I don't know. They don't. No, <laughs> no. That guy's like a doll's eyes. And <laughs> if if you're using a film to promote. Your massive sea world. You think the one thing you'd want them to do is make sure that the facts they put in the film are actual facts, right? I mean, you think you'd have like a Sea World attendees off to the side and say, "No, no, sharks don't float. No, no, <laughs> please don't do that. Please, we're supposed to be like marine. You're supposed to be a marine biologist. Stop that now." Yeah. I'm looking at your quote uh, for the Undersea Kingdom where the period is not inside the quotes. You're right. That just fucking pisses me off. It's a glaring mistake. How does that not get... Because they don't give a shit. No, No, they they don't. They're not paying anybody enough to give a shit. Spellcheck didn't fix that for them? Spellcheck? What's that? Uh, Yeah, it's called Google Chrome. Fucking fire it up and use the spellcheck in it, motherfucker. No, I'm more mad. At, I'm more mad at that now than the film. I mean, yeah, right. And his brother's pretty useless in the movie. All he's there for is to whine about being in the water. And I, and I love the whole scene where like his brother's only there to just hammer home the fact that they were the kids from the first film. Right. I love, I love the whole the whole part in the middle where his, the girl he just met took, takes him out on the little bumper boat. Oh yeah. <laughs> And first of all, well, what is this? Am I steering this? Are you steering this? I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, I mean, the only th- great idea take 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 your uh, new boyfriend out uh, on a ride in in a medium that that he has a childhood fear of. <laughs> and w- when the conversation is him pretty much saying, "Don't you have to work or something?" Or, no, no, we'll keep doing this. Oh, okay. No, seriously, <laughs> d- you know, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> the sex ain't that good. Hey, that that shark bike. She should be happy that shark bit her. That saved the relationship. That's right. He was already like to, to drop her off at work and never come back. Once that shark bit her, said, "Oh, I'll ride in the ambulance with her." Yeah. Oh, this ride you'll take with her. You don't want to get in the dinner tube, but but the ambulance you'll hop in with her. Okay. <sighs> Is this about the shark? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like and I said, I, they they you'd think that she would have said something. Or there would have been a scene that said, "How could you do that? You killed this shark." It's like, you killed. He killed the shark, and it's like it's no big fucking deal. They they went through. Uh, you know, she went through a lot of trouble to mention that this is a great white, and we're going to be the only one that has one. Mm. And you killed it. <laughs> hey, look, Shamu. 
<clears throat> and I, I got to admit, I, I, I am not fan, a fan of the idea of sea parks, so I like the fact that the majority of the uh, <clears throat> tourists at the sea park were also portrayed as like idiots and incompetents. <laughs> it was like a special kind of uh, fuck you to sea world there, too. <laughs> Where are all the ex- exits? We're underwater here. <laughs> Only thing dumber than the owner is the people paying to see it. <laughs> Please. That's what Lou gots it. That's what he's hoping for. Come on. That's why we're in Fitzroy's. Do we got drinks? They're free. Oh, <laughs> you know, and, and like like eighties films especially. I have this habit where when there, there's a scene with background actors, mm. watching the background actors instead. Yeah, to see what they're doing. Because in the eighties, there was a lot. Of, at, at some points, like seventies especially, seventies and eighties, uh, they still hadn't gotten to the point where they would close off entire sets. And and pay extras and and orchestrate everything. They, they would, would just, just film in front of. Yeah, especially yeah. Sometimes they would just film in places and or, or just have like random people sign waivers, and then let them do whatever they were doing. And so, if you watch in the opening, when um, when he first introduces Fitzroyce, right in the background, there's one woman that stops and turns and looks right at the camera. <laughs> Literally stops and like, oh, is that a camera? <laughs> Are we being Filmed right now? <laughs> it's so blatant, it's great. <laughs> Patrick oh, or Philip Fitzroyce. Do the Fitzroyce. Hey, at least the bad movies in the 80s, it was just like like shameless uh commercialism. I mean uh wow. Rich uh not Richard Math yeah, Richard Matheson, the 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 uh screenwriter, author. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot he's written a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff. Uh, he, he he came out after the film and kind of said, "Yeah, they 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 destroyed my original story." <laughs> you know, ten screenplay re- rewrites later, that this is what came out. It's, this is not mine. And I, I think I liked that the IMDb said that uh, in an interview later, Dennis Quaid referred to the movie as "I was in Jaws." What? <laughs> but I mean, at least you know, with this film, it's okay. It cost what eighteen million, which is a lot of money, I guess. Uh, For nineteen eighty-three, like yeah, it's. It's a decent amount, I and I it can is. see them going over budget at the end, but you can, you can see where they cut corners. You can see it was like, oh, we just got to get this film out here now because it's the third film coming out, and, and you know we're going to make the money this year. At least this this is supposed to be bad. Everything about this is supposed to be bad. the The fact it was made guarantees to be bad. Mm-hmm. The fact that the 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 fact that the producers were like, let's just make a parody because there's no way you're going to make a good third movie about a killer shark. It's going to be bad. Avatar should not have been bad. Right. Four hundred million dollars, five hundred million dollars. Yeah, when you spend half of half a fucking billion dollars and spend ten years making a film, it shouldn't be bad. This should be bad with the, the fucking fake tentacle under the sea kingdom bullshit and Lou Gossett running around. Ah yeah, I'm eating dinner. Yeah, <laughs> this should be bad. And so you, you can't even hate the film. It's like, yeah, you you're the product. It, it's it's like it's like like a juvenile delinquent, and you look at the parents. Go, yeah, you had no, you you had no, you you were always doomed to to be trying yeah. to rob me. <laughs> yeah, you, you, juvenile hall was like was written in the stars for you. Just just look at your parents and and, and the town you grew up in. That's like this. The, the, this film's parents, with this film, the with the parents this film had, it was doomed from the start. Yeah. See, I can't hate this film. I only pity it. <laughs> they're doing all the scenes where just shit just keeps coming at you it's like this whole five minute montage of shit coming at you in 3D because up until this point 
they really didn't do much with the 3D. Saddest, saddest part of the film. You know what the best 3D moment for me was? The part that looked really like it was coming at me? What was that? Was the was the the random cattail out of the swamp when the coral thieves were sneaking into the swamp with the raft? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's that one long shot where for just they have the they just let the reed fall into the camera. That looked like it was coming right at me. I was like, whoa, that looks good. It's got to be by accident. Exactly. Everything else up to and including the, the the actual jaws flying at you after they blow up the shark. Oh god, that was so bad. <laughs> that was so fucking bad. That was just like the film saying, okay, we're just going to take shitty one step further. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Are we done with the film? Do we want to rate it so I can give you uh, your challenge? I, I think I touched everything I made notes on. Yeah, I, I think I, I did do too. Me a, do, do me a favor. Before we stop, yeah. jump ahead to the end and just play the audio of when uh, uh, Fitzroyce gets eaten. When Fitzroyce gets eaten? Yeah, I want to hear that audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to put you up top so I can get the, oh, to the, to the bar. Oh, seasick here. Oh, okay. Let's see. Fitzroyce. <laughs> Just chewing him like a minute. <laughs> Pull the pin. Pull the pin. Philip. <laughs> oh god, I can't see so good. <laughs> oh, lifeline. I should I should take these glasses off. Yeah, you should take the glasses off. So they tie the lifeline to the to the to the ladder. <laughs> What's that? Oh, they're testing the lifeline. Doink doink. Lifeline's tight. I guess you should have pulled yeah. that forward. Okay, times. here here we go. Zoom up shot of his teeth, and the teeth are in 3D. Oh boy! <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm beat this shark off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat off my partner. Oh, there chewed by by a sh oh wait 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 because i gotta do it i gotta do it they shut the pumps off so can't come out much longer Payment. 
<laughs> Being chewed to death by a shark apparently is not a, a, a quiet, easy way to go. <laughs> yeah, no, just just real quick, just for our listening audience, the audio of Gossett's nephew being chewed to death, if you please. All right, let me get to it. Uh, here we go. Come on. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is the part where he crashes into the glass. Right, just just after that. <laughs> so fucking bad. And we could also show them. Oh, hang on, here it like is. Like the the angled shot where the water is just rising, rising, rising. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Wait for it. I distinctly heard three auroras. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, shit. There's a, <laughs> there's, there's a breath in between each one of those. <laughs> Better move your pizza to Leroy Ground Brown's pizza. <laughs> no, 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 no. Miss, no, it's better move your pizza to Papa Green's pizza. <laughs> right. There's some Show shit enough. like that. Show enough. <laughs> better watch it, son. <laughs> <sighs> What's all this kung fu shit? If you ain't good, gonna do anything about it. <laughs> Catches bullets with his teeth. That's what like, this film needed. When the fuck does that happen in any Bruce Lee movie? It doesn't. No. <laughs> he just he just proclaims that out of nowhere. Catches bullets with his teeth. Like you're setting something up, aren't you? <laughs> this is what you're doing. That's called. In the business, we call that foreshadowing. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Another example of foreshadowing, Joey. So did you For check the uh, filter tubes? No. No. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's play uh, Standoff, or whatever the fuck that game is. Let's do that oh, instead. no, there's nothing there. It's just them pa playing patty cake. There's nothing to listen to. <laughs> patty cake. No, I think, I, I think we got all the best audio of the film right there in those three. I think so. I think so. And, and I, think right. I, need, I think I need no grenades as a ringtone now. <laughs> let's uh, let's rate this bitch. Oh, do we have to? Okay, let's see. Yeah. Jaws 3. Oh, jackass. Now, Let me get back. It's uh, 3.5 on IMDb. And Ooh. going with, uh, going with the, <laughs> the whole 3 angle, I, th I, I think 3 is appropriate. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say the exact same thing. Oh really? <laughs> Has to be three, no more. It can't be more than three. Three. It's done. I already did it. There you it. go. <laughs> oh, this is where now, Dennis Quaid. He's like, <laughs> hold on. Mike. Mike. The dolphin. The dolphin, Mike. And her, her uh, delivery is so. I need to get in the tank. He needs a second pair of eyes behind his back. It's like, get mad. <laughs> Do something. Oh, she's never. Oh, where are you? She's not an angry actress. Lisa. First film of uh, Leah Thompson's, by the way. Yeah. Lisa. Mike. L listen to Dennis Quaid in, in this scene. Lisa. 
He delivers it like that too. Lisa. Oh, we did it. The others, Mike. Oh, okay. We got the others. Calvin made it. Lisa. How he doesn't? How does he know Calvin made it? Because she's like the others. Calvin made it. Because we don't. We can't explain it. We're just gonna say it. Because Calvin's off camera drinking. Because Luke Gossett, he won't do any water scenes. There's this whole thing. Black people don't like to swim. <laughs> hey, easy there. Hey, easy there. Well, Luke Gossett, he's not uh, hes not helping that stereotype. Doesn't get in the water once. Runs a fucking water park. How do you know that wasn't him swimming at the end? <laughs> it, it wasn't. How, how do you know that wasn't I would put. Some... I would put good fucking money. You know what? Luke Gossett, he'll be on the show next week. We're going to interview him. Okay. <laughs> Look at this dolphin show they got going. Jesus Wait, Lord. You got a problem with dolphins? I do. Now, now, do you, do you before it's fucking after, creepy? Give me your give me your movie challenge because after that I have to go on a tangent on uh, a side tangent for a few moments. Oh okay. All right. Nothing, um. Nothing. Can now, I guess? Yes, you can guess. You're not going to uh, get it. I can't. I can't guess that. Go ahead and give, give me your setup. Now I was, I was thinking about. I didn't want to do another, another Dennis Quaid film, but then we got to talking earlier today, and I decided this is gonna. We're gonna. This is gonna be the third Dennis Quaid film in a row. Really? Yes. Now there's there's a reason for it. I was thinking about doing Enemy Mine because both Dennis Quaid and Lou Gossett are uh, Gossett are in the film. But I didn't want to do sci-fi again. We've been doing too much of that lately. That is not that bad of a movie. And it's not that bad of a film. Now it's got funny moments, but yeah, I, don't know, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. Well, the challenge to you is in a, I I haven't seen it in almost twenty years, but I don't think it's a bad film either. All right, I don't, well, I don't, I don't are remember. You challenging it being. me to another not bad film because because really, what? well, listen, this. I was going to challenge you to inner space, but I decided not to do that either. We got to talking about the remakes thing earlier today. And I uh -huh. thought that we could premiere that for next week's episode. So with that said, and the hints that I've given you. DOA? DOA. So you want, you want to review DOA and the original DOA? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it, in the future we we have to try to make the films better, in in, in my personal opinion. But want to make the films matter? Better. Oh, better. Better. There's got to be well, at least one stinker in there to make it interesting. I guess you're right. All right, Iron Eagle. Okay. It is. I I mean I, I what? <laughs> I said Iron Eagle. It is. See now, now you're talking, sir. I hate to reject your your challenge, but I, I just really feel that we need to at least focus on the bad movies. I haven't seen Iron Eagle in a million years. We'll we'll do Iron Eagle. <laughs> that was that was your best, Lou Gossett. Well, I'm not going to certainly do Digstown. No, that's a good film. I exactly. I mean, I could really give you some pain. Apparently, he was in. Did I get married? Why did I get married too? Wow. No, no, I'm I'm good with Iron Eagle. That that's I, I I would I would love to do Iron Eagle. 
No, I think Iron Eagle's a good one. And we've already done JD's Revenge. That's right. One of the more fun, fun episode oh, episodes. That was a good what one. was that episode? Yeah, it, which one was JD's Revenge? What episode was that? Was that you're, you're, you're the 50, master of remembering? God, was that? I'm gonna have to look it up. I think it was yeah, 58. You're, you're you're the one that's good at remembering all those. Uh, no, that was that was a good one, and I made you watch that after I'd already seen the film. That was oh, I still have I still have uh, two ringtones from that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Which I'd never have on my phone because I don't want them ringing in public. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not. Funny. Yeah, I don't need that ringing at the doctor's office. <laughs> what did that boy's phone just say? No. But it's Lou Gatsit. Lou Gatsit. Oh, he gots it all right. Yeah, for any of our newer listeners, I highly recommend going back to the JD's Revenge episode. That's a, that's a good one. Episode that was 53. 53 for anyone that wants. Yeah, that that because that's one of those movies where literally every two minutes you're just like something something wonderfully new. Is, is right. a, I'm the craziest nigga you ever going to meet. Oh, really? <laughs> not, not even the dialogue. I mean, again, remember like the, the thing where he goes to the he goes to the the pawn shop to buy the hat and and the guy that owns the pawn shop's wearing a, an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. Like, Wait a minute. I want to know about the guy with the eye patch now. Like, why is he wearing an eye patch? And How did he get it, this eye patch? And I still say, if they remake JD's Revenge, Will Ferrell has to play it. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, think there's anybody who could disagree with that. No, I think I, I think so. Oh, you know I'm what so, I st- you know what I started watching? Uh, that Spanish film that he did. Yeah, I, I started watching that too, and that's about as far. Ten as minutes I got. in, ten minutes in, got old real fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the joke. All right, I got the joke, and there's no, you got nothing else to offer but that. Yeah, I, I mean, I really wanted. I really, you know, gave it a shot, and it just. I was bored. Fifteen minutes in, ten, fifteen minutes in, I was just bored. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't here, know. I don't I'll know get everyone the name of the thought, film. Uh, Casa de Padre. Right. That's it. Yeah. I don't know who thought that that the, the novelty of Will Ferrell speaking Spanish would last an hour and a half. Casa de mi padre. Casa de mi what is that? House, house, house of my father? Yeah. Is that what, is that, what that is? Okay. Uh, well, I think that's the thing with Will Ferrell films. Again, Land of the Lost. I love that film. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. not saying it's a great movie. I thought it was hilarious. No. I, I just I, I was I laughed a lot during that film. Every other film that came out of his in like that two three year period, the basketball one, the uh, the ice skating one, uh, right. there was another one I don't even remember. He, he came out like four that year. All of them looked just stupid as shit. Had no interest in seeing any of them. Every one of them box office smashes. The one I'd like bombs. Yeah, let's see. It was. Uh... I don't get it. Land of the Lost, Step Brothers, Semi Pro, Step Brothers, Step Brothers, Semi Blades of Glory, Blades of Glory, all of them. Those were all within a you know a one one and a half one to one and a half year period. Yeah, he was just cranking all of this shit out. It was just like okay, let's just see how many times. I think like... I think Step Brothers is fucking hilarious though. No, I think Step Brothers. I, I, is no, I, no, I I think you should give Step Brothers another chance. I know. I there's there's Step a lot of funny shit in there. No, there's some funny shit surrounded by the same running gag of, oh, get it? They're, they're two 40-year-olds that act like retards. 
Yeah, and I think that's, that's fucking. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> It's, it's, I don't know. I, maybe my potty I, humor has is, is gotten worse through the years. Maybe you've gotten more sophisticated. But I, I think Step Brothers no, is a very funny I, film. I, I didn't like it when I saw it when it first came out. I and I actually saw that. I saw it in the, in the drive-in, and I was aghast. And I <laughs> and I was I wanted to see it. That was one of the few where I said, "Oh, that looks like it might be funny." And after ten minutes, it's like, "Okay, I get it. You're acting like a fucking idiot." I mean, it's it's give me something else. Except I, I'm forty years old and I'm acting like I'm ten. He was a guest, everyone. I just not a guest. Just it was just like okay. You should have a pipe. You know what it was? It was like word. watching the group tube. Ooh, come on. I'm like okay, so this is supposed to be funny. When? You can't compare the two. No, you can't. No, that's a the, bad. The groove it's, tube it's a, is unfair comparison. Groove tube. I watched that on my on my day off. I mean, a day where I have the whole day to myself. An hour and 12 minutes was wasted on the groove tube on my day off. But I felt I needed to watch it because you had just watched it and raved. Well, not raved, but you had raged. That's a better word. How bad it was. I believe I messaged you. It was like, oh, dear, sweet fucking God. This is the most unfunniest film I've ever seen. It was just. And I I think I I posted on uh, Get Glue when I I watched it that. uh, You did. Yeah, that's like it's nice to know that that uh, Chevy Chase, Chevy and, Chase, and uh, Richard Belzer are just as unfunny now as they were when they first started. Yeah, I mean they did some funny stuff in the middle, but uh, holy shit, talk about unfunny! There's nothing funny in that movie. I defy anybody listening to watch the Groove Tube and laugh. There's a couple moments where you're like, okay, I, I get the humor here, but still and, not good. And, and, and every joke is stretched out way too long. And it's, what, what a, it's only a, 72 minutes. That's the thing. It's only oh, 72 minutes. Felt like a day. So if, 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 the only part that I was telling Scott this, the only part that made me smirk was there's this scene where they have uh, dolls, like a Ken and a Barbie dolls, like a knockoff. And at the end, it said that they were manufactured in Newark, New Jersey. And I, I don't know why I have this soft spot for Newark. Maybe it's because I was born there. I was raised there. But I just always, I always, every time I see it, I, I just, a little chuckle or a smirk. That's it. That's the only time I did anything remotely close to a laugh. Was like, oh, it's Newark. There's nothing <laughs> funny about Newark, sir. There really isn't anything funny no, about Newark. No, there really isn't. No, no. I don't have to say that. Nope. I, I've watched a lot lately because I actually got, I've been uh, down, uh, I've been, uh, getting copies of all these old VHS movies that aren't available anymore. Oh. On on DVD, like stuff that's just you can't find anywhere. Been uploading my entire movie collection because oh. I've converted it digitally. And I pay for the unlimited uh, unlimited service. Now, obviously, what's the definition of unlimited? Yeah, self-explanatory. So I wake up this morning... To find that it says, oh, we're sorry, you've run out of space. Whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I've what? <laughs> you've uploaded two terabytes of data. You've run out of space. But don't worry, we've we've upgraded you to the two terabyte plus. And I'm like, well, obviously you say unlimited, but you have a certain point that people can upload until before you have to free up more space for them. So it's not truly unlimited. At least it fucking better be. Because I spent a, a, an entire month uploading flicks. 
a whole month, every single day, 100 gig a day, just about, you know, a few days I've missed. But if it comes to the point where it's like, we're sorry, you cannot upload anymore. It's like, well, wait a minute, I got another terabyte. A red light went off somewhere on a desk. Yeah, we got another one of those. Yeah, it's like this guy's uploading his entire movie collection. (laughs) All right, boys, grab what you want. Tell them to beat it. I was also laid up all weekend, sick with a horrible stomach illness, so I was watching a lot of movies, but oh, I can't talk I about that now. These? Oh, what? I said, why am I still wearing the fucking glasses? The movie's over. Because oh. you're a fool. Damn fool. <gasps> Tell me but about I can't it. Talk, I can't talk about films oh. I watch, because when, when I was doing my research for Jaws, I got sidetracked. You ever you ever researching something online, and like you see something else, like, oh, I wonder where that goes, and it just so takes you in a whole here. different direction? Yeah. Doing Researching the that whole thing about... Uh, the uh, Italian ripoff of Jaws being pulled from the theaters, and then how that ripped off the the Filipino version of Jaws. Right. Going through all that, the Filipino version of Jaws, Up from the Depths, was in that Filipino uh, exploitation film documentary, uh, like chicks and uh, machetes, something like that. It's on <laughs> Netflix, and they covered how shoddy the monster was and everything. And looking at it, the, the director was Charles B. Griffith, which rings the bell immediately. He he worked with um, Roger Corman, and he was a screenwriter on a lot of Roger Corman films and other shitty films back then. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just refresh my memory, and I'll go to IMDb biography. And I'm reading it, and I realize that agents or people themselves write the biographies. Obviously, they're not having someone write a biography for them. Right. It's so obvious that somebody on Mr. Griffith's payroll wrote his biography. <laughs> okay, this, I mean, just, if you just go to his, uh, you know, what he's done, I'll, I'm going to rattle off a couple of films uh, as a writer. His early films, Gunslinger, Roger Corman film, It Conquered the World, okay? Not a good movie. Naked Paradise. Naked Paradise. Not of this Earth, Attack of the Cra- Crab Monsters, the Undead, Teenage Doll. These are not good movies. A Bucket of Blood, which is really? basically, which is basically a remake of. Uh, is that the, that's the one I'm thinking of, right? Bucket of Blood is the one with the, uh, the art house. Face. Yeah. Um, who was in Bucket of Blood? Dick Miller. That was his like. Dick only Miller. That's right. Role. Yeah, Dick's only starring role, and it's basically the exact same plot from uh, Little Shop of Horrors, which was also written by Mr. Griffith. Or, or he did, or he did he direct that one? He was, uh, he also Death Race, so but <laughs> I'm reading his biography, and um, or what was it? It it starts off a legend, legendary screenwriter Charles Bryan, and I'm thinking legendary. He did a lot of legendary. stuff, yeah, and <laughs> what was it? Oh, The Undead. If you've, if you've ever seen the film The Undead, it was one of the MST3K films, too. It's a horrible it? film. What? The und- I, I thought you were talking about the, the other Undead film that you liked. Or am I thinking of The Dead Talk Back? I'm confusing that with The Dead Talk Back. The Undead's oh, not maybe. good, either. But uh, For example, later he wrote The Undead in 1957 for Corman, A Fascinating Journey into Reincarnation. Hmm. Was it? Hmm. Was it fascinating? <laughs> Next was his classic, Not of This Earth. 
an excellent adventure concerning an alien vampire from outer space that he co-wrote with Mark Hanna. It was an excellent adventure. Everything, everything is like described to the grandiose. I just find it humorous. Maybe it's not as humorous now that I'm talking about it, but uh, now I feel like I'm just picking on the guy. <laughs> oh, it even says here, A Book of the Blood was a dark horror comedy about an artist who murders people to make artworks out of them. Dick Miller starred in that film. Uh, Griffith's best-known film was the low-budget classic Little Shop of Horrors. Shot in three days, this horror comedy starred uh, Jack Nicholson. But And it doesn't mention the fact that they're basically the same fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I and I had to I have to look into this and I need to get the original screenplay now because when it mentioned the uh, the film The Undead it says he later mm. wrote The Undead for Corman a fascinating journey in the reincarnation originally written in iambic pentameter. Really. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I love, what I love, even better. It says originally written in iambic pentameter. The script was translated by Griffith back into English. Back in, the, oh my God! Yeah, iambic pentameter is not a different language. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think I just like lost most of our audience. I apologize. That's like an English joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. That's okay. I got a copy of Hawk the Slayer. Oh, did you? We back in now? Are we back into the, the normal realms of humor? I, I, yeah. I've been dying to see this for like decades now. I remember, I remember bits and pieces of it as a kid. Somebody asked me for it just recently. Oh, Chris. Chris, Chris Wolner. Yeah. yeah, he asked me for it recently. I got it to him. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm digging the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I also got the Rocketeer. Remember that? The one from the 90s? Yeah, no, 90s? It was 80s. The, Disney, it 80s? the Disney, Disney film from the early 90s? Was it early 90s or late 80s? The one with, uh, what's his face? It had um, something, Cam something Campbell. I always Campbell. thought it was Bruce Campbell's brother, <laughs> but they're not Jennifer related. Connelly, Jennifer Connelly, Timothy oh, Dalton. God, Jennifer Connelly. Alan Arkin. I love Jennifer Just, Connelly and her big, bodacious boobs. Billy Campbell. No now, relation now, to Bruce Campbell. The, the Rocketeers always fascinated me because I remember when it came out and it was everywhere. It was the big it was the blockbuster movie of the year. They were promoting it. Uh like just you couldn't walk anywhere without seeing something about the Rocketeer. They were releasing comic books, there was everything. It was just Rocketeer fucking year, right? Right. Yeah. Literally, literally five years later, you, it's like you never heard of the film. Yeah. Just all that time and effort, and it's not a good movie either. I, I've gone back and rewatched it. It's like, yeah, this is shit. It's yeah, it's it's a dis. It's a just it's a bad another bad Disney movie. Oh, it is Disney, is it? Oh, fucking I was Joe Johnston directed that. Oh my god. You know what's funny? The best Disney films, like live action, were the shitty ones from the from like the seventies. Like uh, the oh, I actually just got a copy of it. Something recently. wicked this way comes. Remember that one? That was well. Jason Robards. That was eighty three, I think, or eighty two. There's supposedly a different cut of that floating around somewhere. Darker. Yes, much darker, supposedly. Really. I remember. I read that. I an issue of Video Watchdog that I, I got rid of. Uh, I have to search that down sometime. But there's that's rumors, based on like, a on a book, right? Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Bradbury. Yeah. Based on, on a Ray Bradbury novel. Oh, that's right. You're right. It is Ray Bradbury. 
I know. I know I'm right. You know you're right. You know it. No, no, no. We eating dinner here. <laughs> but it's just one. Rocketeers is one of those weird films that just disappears completely off the radar. And I, it's also a bizarre film because Rondo Hatton, the misshapen guy that used to be like the Creeper movies. Yeah. Back in the 50s. Uh, I think it was 50s. Um, they actually make up a guy that looked like Rondo Hatton. Oh, you're right. They do. He's the big bruiser that runs around, and I, I, it's supposed to be a compliment, but I just find it. It's, it seems creepy to me that they hmm. made someone up to look like the dead guy, who made <laughs> his living being creepy guys because he had a, a physical deformity that made him look creepy. Right. Something about it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth every time I see it. <laughs> I, it's just weird. Yeah, but oh, yeah, like Disney film, like the cat from outer space. Remember that one? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. The computer wore tennis sneakers. Those were low-budget, crappy little films. Ten times better than The Black Hole, than The Rocketeer, than anything they tried to do from, like, the the late 80s on. Devil and Max Devlin. But I think Cat from Outer Space was 80s, wasn't it? I I don't think so. uh, Late 70s, I think. 78. 78. Okay. Yeah. But again, anything, any Disney film that Kurt Russell was in, you know, the the old uh, absent-minded professor films, those just, even though they were bad, they just still had a charm to them. And then, then they just started cranking out just bizarre shit. They just were trying to gear themselves more towards adults. That's where they failed. Yeah. and <laughs> I remember when The Black Hole came out. Like, I remember when it came out, because it came out, what, 1980? Mm-hmm. And I remember them... Showing it on the Disney Channel. When I say, when I say, mm-hmm, I don't really know. I'm just agreeing with you. Oh, <laughs> just in case you're wrong, I don't want people to think I'm backing you up on that. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, I think it's 1980. Well, anyway, I remember. I remember uh, the film coming out, and I also remember it uh, coming out on VHS and then dis- 1979, uh, then disappearing. And it was one of those films that was bootlegged. To no end. It was one of those extremely hard films to get uh, before the advent of the internet, obviously. And it would sell at conventions, bootleg copies at conventions. And then when things like eBay came around, they were selling copies of that that film for like two, three hundred dollars. They were just and they were they were not worth it. They were selling. That's that's the thing. They were selling. And then when Disney finally did release it, it was like an ultra box set. It was expensive. It was a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars, something just totally outrageous. And um, yeah, I, I I just remember it was one of those super hard to get films, like the Black Cauldron, the animated film. Same same thing. That was uh, released in eighty five, then pulled almost immediately because it was scaring children. You know, uh, that was another should. extremely hard film to get. Uh, and in Disney uh, Japan. Disney World Japan, their main, just like in Disney World here in America, you get like Cinderella's Castle, Snow White, and the characters walking around as their their main characters. The the Horned King from the Black Cauldron was Disney Japan. <laughs> it's just fucking, just such a culture difference. Uh, so I, I need to get me a copy of the Black Hole. 
And that's, another that's, another that's, film that's probably never going to be released, or at least Disney says it'll never, ever be released, is uh, Song of the South. Because they deem it racist. and <laughs> It kind of is, but... It kind of is. I mean, you know, they go with the whole Tar Baby thing with uh, Br'er but Rabbit it, and all that. But that was done before... I don't... That's not the racist part. Well, I mean, the whole... You know, I no honestly Uncle Remus, I, Uncle Remus, you know, use be yeah. going here is Uncle Remus. It's the Uncle Remus, know. Uncle Tom stuff is that is uh I don't think they're worried about the Brit like the the Br'er Rabbit stuff and the tar baby being the offensive. Well it's part. all it's well, you're right. It, but it's all part of the argument, the whole thing. The whole tar yeah. baby thing, everything. But, but it's all you know what that's like saying Django's racist though. It's it's portraying a time period. Yeah. I mean, you know, the whole zippity doodah scene with the birds and everything. Disney would yeah. play that constantly. Right, but again, that's why I say I don't think it's the tar baby that, that they're afraid of as being racist. It, it's it's the the happy house slave. Yeah. Singing well, to have, the birds. That that's I have, the I, I, that's I have a copy of that, actually. I don't. I, I used to. Oh, I'll get you one. The oh. copy that I have is a is a laser disc rip because that is the clearest copy you can get anywhere. Is the laser disc rip, and even to this day, the the laser disc, it's the Japanese laser disc. Uh, it's the only one that doesn't have hard coded subtitles. <laughs> I got it. Here's what they do: you do a special Blu-ray special edition 3D remaster <laughs> of Song of the South, okay. and you have a special audio commentary track of Spike Lee just bitching about it the entire time, like for the film. <laughs> Okay, I, I would I would gladly watch that with the audio commentary. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, no, I have the Japanese Laserdisc rip. Uh, it's the only one that doesn't have hard coded subs, and it's the actually it's the clearest copy you can get anywhere. And if you go to eBay right now and you type "Song of the South Laserdisc," if it's listed, it's probably listed for about two hundred plus. Easily, you know. I defy you to point out a good Disney film like '80s on. Um, and Tron doesn't count. Cause Tron, Tron's a horrible movie. Now, does anything from Touchstone count? Because Touchstone is is a Disney company. It's got to no, no. It, it, if Dis, if just because Disney's distributing it doesn't make it a Disney film, it's got to be Disney. Well, I mean, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit is is through Touchstone, and that's definitely considered a Disney film. Yeah, but see, that's where the lines blur, though, because then when they start having other companies that they're they're associated with, you know, I don't. If they don't show the mouse in the beginning, it's not a Disney film. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Now, does Pixar stuff count? Or are you just strictly I, talking I, live action? Well, again, they 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 uh, didn't they acquire Pixar? Um, Was Pixar a separate entity, and then they acquired it? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't yeah. even consider them Disney films. I consider them Disney owns them. They're not Disney films. There used to be a point where a Disney film was Disney went out and made a fucking movie. Not, oh, Disney owns this company and now this company makes car, uh, family films and they slapped the Disney logo on it. No, they went out and made the fucking Herbie films were Disney films. You know, the Computer War Tennis Sneakers, that was a Disney film. Tron was a fucking Disney film. Am I right about Tron? Yeah, Tron yes, was Disney. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a Disney That's film. That's another one of those films that 
took years for it to, to be re-released, and it was bootlegged like crazy. Well, but I Disney get the feeling did Disney did that on purpose. No, they did. They put moratoriums on, on movies after they would, they would release it, and then they would put a five-year, ten-year moratorium on it. They were, they well, were they notorious still, for well, that. They still do it. It's yeah, seven years. But well, I thought that was only, because only for their animated stuff. I, I think they did it for a lot more than that. Anything that was popular. What was, what was the other one? The Man from Snowy River? Remember that? It was like a cowboy thing Disney did. I didn't, I didn't watch any of their nature shit. Fucking I, I watched terrible. the wacky stuff. So bad. Escape from which mountain? Escape from... Oh, jeez. They remade that. Yeah, bed nubs and broomsticks. There you with go. The rock. I remember that. Sure, with Angela Lansbury. Yeah, I've got that. Nazis Fucking... and witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you not get behind that film? Why isn't that being played like every half hour now? Peach Dragon. I th- oh. I just mentioned Peach Dragon a couple episodes ago. It's like a yeah, two and a half we hour Disney that. movie. Yeah, actually, I, you, you know, the only thing worse than a musical with a dragon. Is a musical with a dragon that doesn't speak that sings in the music. Yeah. Wow. There you go. I just that's nah. the dragon singing. I don't know. <laughs> Passamaquoddy. 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 That's all I remember from that movie. Passamaquoddy. I, I fucking loved Peach Dragon when I was a kid. Loved I did it. too, but I, I, there was a lot of shit I liked as a kid that was wrong about, and that's one of them. And I think the only reason there's two reasons why I won't let my son watch it. One, because I remembered liking it as a kid, and I know I'm not going to like it now. And two, the fear that he'll love it and want to watch a two and a half hour Disney film all the time. That's good that you get less repeats of it. <laughs> what do you mean less repeats? You can only fit so many times in a day a two and a half hour film. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. That's that. That's hour, hour and a half film. You can watch that three times in three hours. Watch the same film once. Yeah, it would take probably yeah. two days to watch the whole thing. Maybe three. There you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe you. I will. Uh, maybe I will let him watch it. Yeah. Now now that <laughs> good job, uh, Uncle Scott. There you go. See, <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm here for. Apple Dumpling Gang. Now there's a good one. Wow, Apple Dumpling Gang. With Bill Bixby, not not turning green. You know, I remember watching Apple Dumpling Gang on on the Disney Channel because I had the Disney Channel when I was a kid. Uh, and it would play that, cartoons before it, like Donald Duck cartoons, uh-huh. and I loved that. I thought that was so cool. Because that's back when the Disney Channel actually played Disney films and not this gay-ass... Uh, what they play uh, nowadays is really... Holy shit. Have you ever like spent... You do. You have the Disney Channel now, don't you? I, I, yes, I have children that want to watch the Disney Channel. Do not. Do basis. not let them watch the Disney Channel. Well, in... in Actually, in my children's defense, or at least Danny's, because no. he's the only one talking right now, all he wants to watch are um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and um, there's this other show that he likes, uh, Little Einsteins. That's do, it. Do not, yeah, do not let either of them ever, ever watch any of that uh, after-school TV sitcom teenage... Oh, that is so... You mean Saved by the Bell, but Saved by the extremely Bell. horrible? Saved by the Bell was Seinfeld compared to the the shit they put on that. I show. know, I know, I know. iCarly, that kind of I. Oh. Well, that's Nickelodeon, but but still, but it's, it's that kind. It's that kind of shit, but it's yeah. even worse than Nickelodeon. Even iCarly is better than the shit yeah. that Disney Channel is pushing out. Yeah, I mean, you, we watch the Nickelodeon shit now. It's like, wow, I remember watching cool stuff in Nickelodeon. This is crap. And then you watch the Disney stuff. It's like, wow, they just. It's like they looked at Nickelodeon stuff and said, yeah, but we have to dumb that down for our audience. It's very, it's, yeah. 
you know, the no fact God, that no godson of mine is going to grow up watching that shit. You're right. I'm not going to allow I, it. I'll sue you for custody. I find out you let that kid watch that shit. <laughs> when it's on, I change the channel. I go, we're not watching this. It's like, come on, I got, I got thousand movies. I got thousand movies you could watch. We're not watching this. That's because you're a good father. Uh, two things. One, yes, it's a fucking crime that you can't do that on television is not readily available in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know, talking about kids, you know, kids uh, f- uh, shows that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. I defy anyone to go to YouTube, put in "you can't do that on television," and not find that fucking hilarious. That was just a even the shit that they did later on, because that show started I think in seventy nine or nineteen eighty, because uh, it ended somewhere around eighty six. I defy anyone. It is just funny, funny stuff. And two, I looked up Song of the South on eBay, and it is going for, well, no one's bid on it, but somebody wants one hundred and thirty dollars for it, for the Japanese okay. laser disc. All right, condition. since we're talking Disney films, real quick before we yeah. sign out. Mm-hmm. In my head, Kurt Russell's in two Disney films. I can only think of the Computer War tennis sneakers. Is there another one, or am I losing my mind? No, there is another one. I What's think the he other actually, one? I think he actually did three. Um, That's cheating if you're looking it up. I, I don't, off the top of my head, know. There was one where he was a little, little kid. Like, he was, you know, ten years old. Oh. Which one was I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm, I'm, look I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm. I'm cheating, because now everyone is gonna want. I don't think it, it wasn't Swift Family Robinson. That's too too far back. No. Let's see. Not the the duck who laid the golden eggs. What was the name of that one? The golden duck. Remember that one where the duck actually laid the golden eggs? Uh oh yeah. What is it? Computer War Tennis Shoes. Tennis Shoes, yeah. Shit. Radio Silence. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these. I'm looking at all these films, and none of them look Disney-ish. You know? Huh. All right. I was just curious. Never mind. Maybe it's in his bio. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Kurt Russell landed a part in Elvis Presley movie. It happened at the World's Fair when he was 10 years old. Walt Disney himself signed Russell to a 10-year contract. One stint as a child actor, and he spent the 70s playing minor league baseball. Okay. 10-year contract. They didn't even fucking mention the movies. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. You're listening to Movie Slugtastic. Yeah. Oh, we lost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to lose me. And that's yeah. my fault because I asked the question. You did. It is your fault. This is the longest show we've done in probably a month. And that's not a good thing. Probably not. My fault. All right. Sorry. Ah. Thank you for joining us for episode 107 of Movie Slugtastic. We reviewed Jaws 3D. And if you want to download this, you can and other episodes at moviesucktastic.com or you can go to iTunes and you can download us there and leave us reviews for all of our shows. 
You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. And you can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash moviesucktastic. Join, uh, like us there, and uh, we post stuff all the time, upcoming shows, uh, just random movie news, anything movie or entertainment related. Uh, that's about it. Next week, we will be reviewing Iron Eagle. With Lou Gotsit. With Lou Gotsit, and we'll have another episode of Lou Gotsit's Gotsits. Lou Gossett's Gossett's. That's right. I'm going to probably spend an entire day cutting audio for that. <laughs> it's going to be great. I have a whole soundboard that's just waiting to be filled. <laughs> oh, I've got half of your sounds right now, sir. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. I didn't know we had a soundboard when that happened. We ha- we've had a soundboard. How do you think I'm playing all this shit? I didn't know we could like do little ah! sound effects. I guess we can. All right, never mind. I could do stuff. anything I want. <laughs> Joey's got it. I got it. Goodbye, people. We'll talk to you. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week.